raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, Kyle. Favorite things, Julie Andrews, Sound of Music. That movie canceled for some reason. The Vaughn Traps. Right, Kyle? I wonder if that catchphrase that I just dropped just activated somebody. Manchurian candidate style. Candidate? Candidate? Tomato, tomato. The sound of music brainwashed assassins. Right? But yeah, DarbyCast. Wildcard Friday. Kyle, it feels good to be back in the swing of things. Quick little time travel journey on Wednesday to get us back to neutral. Nothing centers me like a time travel experience. And I know a lot of the DarbyCast doctors feel similarly. But today, what are we going to get into? Kyle, you already know. You always know. I talked to you before the show, pal. I was listening to the song Blurry by Puddle of Mud, which I hadn't heard in a long time, you know? Can you take it all away? Can you take it all away when you shoved it in my face? Explain your game to me. Not really doing that song justice by speaking the words rather than singing them, but I just don't have the vocal range. Well, certainly not with an attitude like that, but that's neither here nor there. Check that, or is it? But as I'm listening to that, I'm thinking about Stained, and then I'm thinking about Three Doors Down, then I'm thinking about Nickelback. I'm thinking a little bit about just what it means to be like a little more grungy. Nothing really came to me when I was thinking about, like, what does it mean to be grudge? And I didn't really have any major takeaways from that. I'm going to be totally honest with you, Darby Cast Doctors, because newsflash, I always am. But as I was in the car, driving on the freeway, listening to some good 90s and early 2000s rock, guy on a motorcycle speeds past me, and I'm like, yeah! Hell yeah, man. Leather jacket. Cool guy. I was like, wow. Talk about rebelling against the modern world. You know? No better way to do that from a vehicular standpoint than with a motorcycle. What a middle finger to the establishment. Right? How reluctantly do they give out motorcycle licenses at the DMV? You know those depressed people, those government workers, when they issue a motorcycle license, they die inside because the person they're issuing it to is living so hard, so unashamedly, so unabashedly. It's that person and the open road and a bike. Motorized. So cool. But then, as if this experience of me driving on the freeway couldn't have gotten any richer. Another motorcycle passes, and it's definitely this guy's chick. And she's wearing leather pants. And I'm like, look at you, babe. You step to the beat of your own two-wheeled drum. Way to go. I wish I could have just pulled up alongside them, (laughs) as if I could, right? With their speed and maneuverability. I wish I could have pulled up alongside them and just been like, Way to stick it to the man. And some of you right now are asking yourselves, would they have known what you were talking about? And if you ask that question to yourself, no more than a second later, you probably had to hang your head 
defeatedly and be like, of course they knew. Of course they would know. They're motorcyclists. They are on Italian sport bikes. Ducatis. Woo! Get out of town. Brown leather jacket. Kyle, your dog's scratching at the door. Even she knows how badass motorcycle people are. It's just something that goes without saying. But at the same time, I'm talking about it. Is that redundant? Perhaps. But, you know, I bet you for a lot of your lives, people have been telling you no when you had sweet ideas. Like, I'm thinking about getting a motorcycle. How many people got in your face about that and said, they're dangerous? And you, honestly, at this point in your life, with the way things are going, you're ready to roll the dice. I know it. I feel it. I see it in everybody's eyes when I'm cruising around, not just when they're riding a motorcycle, but when they're walking around. I see it in their eyes where it's like, it's dice rolling season. Sure is. Burn the ships. That kind of thing. Where it's like, where I'm headed, there's no turning back. That may as well be sewn in to the inside of every leather jacket ever. Right? Like, just burn the ships. Where I'm going, it's dice rolling season. It's now or never. Just any combination of words that delivers a sentiment like the one that I'm telling you about now. Right? So I see this cool guy on a motorcycle. I see this hot chick in tow. And I'm like, wow, I love your relational dynamic. He's leading, but you're still both extreme. You've got a nice give and take, obviously, in the relationship. Maybe sometimes he lets you kind of go ahead, babe. But ultimately, you're like, this two-person motorcycle gang has a leader, and his name is my guy. And boy, does he respect that, and everybody respects their dynamic. They can show up at any restaurant and say, table for two, and you better believe they're getting a table. That's the kind of stuff that happens to you, I would imagine, as soon as you start motorcycling around, is that things start happening for you, doors start opening, people shake your hand, and they're like, are there some calluses? What's going on there? I'm an office worker. I'm I'm not okay with anything heavy. I usually call maintenance if something is tough. How much do motorcycle people just freak out office drones? So much. Because it's dangerous. It's cool. It's sexy. It's the antithesis of everything that the people who are addicted to the soul-crushing luminance of fluorescent lighting it's everything they hate. This makes me think about the Wallflower song, One Headlight. Was that about motorcycles? Or was that about a busted car with one headlight? Who knows? But the subtext to that song is obviously like, you know, me and Cinderella put it on together. Kyle, you know what? Let's just go ahead and violate some copyright laws. Just play it. I want to hear the chorus of that song. I haven't heard it in a long time. I think everybody would appreciate that. And really set us off right for the weekend or, you know, the rest of the day. Whenever anybody's listening to this podcast, they're going to hear it and they're going to be like, whoa, hello. Right? Okay, Kyle, whenever you're ready. Ride a motorcycle. 
Lots of friendship. Driving motorcycles. Italian sport bike. Just improv that a little bit. No problems there. Is it a copyright violation or now does that fall under parody uh, and satire law? You tell me, legal scholars of the Darby cast, Darby cast doctor attorneys, of which there are a few more than uh, you know. Kyle has a law degree, by the way, in case anybody wondered what Kyle's scholastic background was. Attorney. So where am I going with this? All the badassery of two-wheeling it and doing damage to negative vibes, just taking negative vibes head on and saying, back off, I'll take you on headstrong to take on anyone. That's also a good song. And don't even get me started as I'm going through like 90s, early 2000s rock. Don't even tempt me to go into alternative rock and start talking about my adoration for Rob Thomas, Matchbox 20. Okay, really strong messages in those lyrics. Well done. The song Push about a dysfunctional relationship. Tell you what that song's about is people who don't own motorcycles. Because people who own motorcycles, very intense, passionate relationships. You know that, right? Any of the Darby Cast doctors who own a motorcycle are like, well, tell you one thing about my relationship. It's hot. It's very steamy. Lots of romance, passionate encounters. You never know when it's going to happen. We're full of excitement in my relationship. That's what some of the Darby Cast doctors are saying to themselves right now. You know, some of the Darby Cast doctors are probably listening to this in a Bluetooth-enabled motorcycle helmet as they carve asphalt as if it were the American frontier. Say, there's nowhere that I'm not willing to go because adventure is what I crave. Where's that attitude, right? Where is it? Let's all get motorcycles. That's kind of what I'm getting at. But that's not even what I was really thinking about today. I'm tiptoeing around it. I'm totally tiptoeing around it. Of course, with all of what I was just thinking about as I was driving that I've now shared with you. One person and one person only came to mind. For the total geniuses who listen to this podcast with relentless regularity, you know exactly who I'm talking about. But for everybody else who's kind of getting to that place of becoming a super mega genius, that person I was thinking about, Tom Cruise. Wow. Guy does all his own stunts, including, but not limited to, motorcycle stuff. How impressive is Tom Cruise? Okay, Kyle, we talk about this constantly. People give Tom Cruise so much crap for his personal beliefs. And you know what I say to that at this point? Tom Cruise's belief system is not even like a third as crazy as what some of the people in this world of ours believe at this point. I'll tell you what Tom Cruise believes in. He believes in hard work and he believes in motorcycle riding. Isn't that enough? Listen. Anything else that he believes from there on out doesn't really matter to me. Doesn't interfere with the way I get things done. In fact, those two fundamental pillars of his constitution, hard work and motorcycle action, 
He's A plus in my book. He could do bad things. And I would still be like, rev that engine, Tom. Looking forward to Mission Impossible 10 whenever it comes out. Kyle, what are we on? Have we done six? Six of them? I love Mission Impossible. Yeah, who doesn't love Mission Impossible? Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible 2. That trailer for Mission Impossible 2 is really good. And it features a song by Limp Biscuit that was made specifically for that movie, I believe. I would have to think that that's true. That Fred Durst, great guy, backwards red hat, he said, hey, Tom Cruise. And Tom just knew immediately, like, thanks for noticing how badass I am on a motorcycle. Two wheels is all I need. If I were more of a motorcycle guy, because I feel like I am in spirit, but until I actually purchase a motorcycle and drive it without a helmet or a license that I'm just kind of blowing smoke, like if I were on that level, I would thank people all the time who just looked at me when I was riding hair blown in the wind and I would know that they were like, thanks for unshackling your spirit because mine is locked in a cage of political correctness and you are doing everything right. And I can't seem to figure it out, but boy, do I want to. That's what people think when they see somebody excellent like Tom Cruise riding a motorcycle, whether it's on the silver screen or in real life. Mission Impossible 1, Mission Impossible 2, Mission Impossible 3. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, Mission Impossible Fallout, Mission Impossible 7, slated to come out later this year. And then in 2022, Mission Impossible 8. Tell you what, I despise the Fast and the Furious movies. I like the first one. That was it. Dom Toretto. Doesn't matter whether you win by an inch or a mile, winning is winning. And the series after that line, right? That is great. Winner take all. But I don't really care for the Fast and the Furious series because it's just like, okay, who cares? They just keep remaking the same movie repeatedly. You know what movie series doesn't do that? That's right. Mission Impossible because Tom Cruise has a spirit that's freer than most birds. And he says, no, we're going to do it differently. Tom has such artistic command over the director in Mission Impossible. And you think that would be possible if uh, he wasn't riding a motorcycle consistently? He would get bossed around. Boy, would the film crew have their way with him. But because Tom Cruise rides a motorcycle, he can pull rank on anyone. He could go up to Biden. And I'm surprised he hasn't at this point could go up to Biden and just be like, hey, it's over. And Biden would have to say, all right, you president, Tom Cruise. Some people are lucky that Tom Cruise hasn't wanted to do that. I say that I am unlucky because I would be fine with that happening. We should all be so lucky as to have Tom Cruise show up at 1600 Pennsylvania Ave in a motorcycle, no helmet, leather jacket, inside stitched, cool catchphrase, being like, if you can dream it, you can do it. He just shows up and says, I'm moving in. And then Fred Durst pops out of nowhere and he's like, yeah, my check. And it's like, wow, what a crew, right? But yeah, you can tell that the country is in a state of flux. And 
the only remedy for it is vehicles with only two wheels. Let's just boil this down to what is really going on. That's the major takeaway. This has been on the tip of everybody's tongue for a long time. Everybody's just been thinking to themselves, so many four-wheel vehicles. Everything's messed up. Even if you're not getting the sport bike, even if you're not getting real loud chopper, this little Harley, I'd be fine with more people cruising around town on mopeds. Little moped gangs. You have a helmet that matches the color of your moped. And then you have a scarf that is a complementary color to the color of your helmet. Do you understand what that looks like? Dark forest green moped, brown leather seat, forest green helmet, and then nice tan colored scarf. Not like a really disgusting champagne color, but like tan, like an earth tone. And people are going to see you and they're going to be like, wow, not only is this person two wheels of rock hard attitude and good vibes, but they're a mobile style statement. Nice. That's what people are going to think when they see you on a moped. If you aren't ready to step up to Tom Cruise level, popping a wheelie, front wheelie, doing a stoppy. Do you know what a stoppy is? Kyle, should I tell him? It's when you are going fast on a motorcycle, you pull a front wheelie and hit the brakes and you do a skid stop on one wheel, the front wheel. I wish our country could pull a bit of a stoppy. Metaphorically speaking, if you know what I mean, and Colin, you know exactly what I mean. Actually, I think a lot of you went different places mentally because you're all bright and creative individuals if you're listening to the Darby cast, right? This is just an absolute magnet. This podcast is a magnet for excellent people. And I know that there were a variety of metaphors that just began propagating uncontrollably. People are like, oh, what does the stoppy look like? And I think we have some similarities in what our proverbial stoppies look like. But I think that's a new catchphrase that you hit and you're like, you could probably use a little bit of a stoppy. And don't explain it. Don't explain it. Because if the person doesn't know, they don't listen to DarbyCast, and they don't know the first thing about motorcycles, okay? We're extreme motorcycle riding. It's fine to excommunicate people out of your life from your spiritual program of motorcycles, going to church, passionate relationships, and doing right by your community. Listen, if you're not into formal religion and you still have a relationship with JC and a motorcycle, that's great. That's great. Nobody's going to knock you for that. Nobody's going to knock you for that. But yeah, people, a couple of years back, boy, did they just pile on Tom Cruise. They just thought they were so, everybody thought they were so excellent. They're like, yeah, Tom Cruise believes in weird stuff. And it's like, what are you talking about? You believe there's 8,000 genders and bombing the Middle East is going to somehow make the United States a more peaceful place. You believe weirder things than Tom does. Listen, Tom gets audited by his group, but he also audits the world silently as he's 
cruising on a motorcycle. Do you understand the significance of that? I think y'all do. I think everybody does, right? This weekend, we all owe it to ourselves to listen to some Limp Biscuit, some Three Doors Down, some Nickelback, some Puddle of Mud, some Stained. That's it. That's totally it. If you're going to start riding a motorcycle, either literally or metaphorically, a lot of you are wondering, what's the first step? Is it getting a license? No, it's not. It's starting to look at motorcycles that are out of your price range. And then you start using your imagination. You close your eyes and be like, what would it feel like to be admired by every automobile driver that I swerved past? How would that feel? Could I handle that? The answer is obviously yes, if you're listening to the Darby cast. But that's where you start. Maybe you get a license, maybe you don't. But you certainly get the bike. I can see the spirit of two-wheelers rearing its head. I can see it. The other day, Kyle and I, we were going to the famed dog park where we had a bit of a run-in. You want to get up to speed on that? I believe it's episode 94, the Pitbull Lobby. That wasn't too long ago. Episode 94, Pitbull Lobby. But I was there with Kyle. It was a Saturday evening, right at dusk. And there were a bunch of youth. And they were all on electric bicycles. There were about 40 of them. And that is no exaggeration. I am not hyperbolizing to impress you. I don't do that. You come here to hear the honest truth. Because in a world full of lies, Tom Cruise is the hero we need to inspire all of us not to just tell the truth, but to live the truth on two wheels, on the highway, while wearing Oakleys. Okay? That's it. But these kids, they were congregating. And there were like 40 of them. They all had these electric bicycles. And I just turned to Kyle. Kyle, you remember this. I turned to Kyle and I said, look out, American spirits on the move. Yeah. The establishment has no way of bottling up what's coming. And that is a flurry of two-wheeled fuck yous. There is no better way to buck the modern world onto its ass than to say, I've got the spirit of a champion and I'm going to weave in and out of traffic. Lane splitting. I make my own rules. I love that. I love that. You want another major takeaway? All of you in your heads just said like, fuck yeah. Give me another takeaway. I'm down for it. I'm aligned. If the establishment tells you something that's not okay, it's probably sweet. Right? Like if they tell you something, this is the worst thing ever, it's probably pretty sweet. Example. They say, hey, motorcycles are dangerous. And it's like, are they or are they sweet? Boom. Gotcha. Checkmate. Smoking cigarettes. They say, oh, it's bad for your health. But it's like, you could also look pretty cool. Don't know how you're going to get out of that one. If somebody told you, like, smoking's bad and you just blew smoke in their face and you're like, whatever. Nicotine enhances testosterone production. P.S. It does. Look it up. 
Seriously, articles are out there. It exists. I'm not saying to start chain smoking, but I am saying enjoy one from time to time. If you're cool and like an adult, kids don't smoke. Isn't it pretty obvious that the establishment wants everybody to be fat, stupid, depressed, and totally disenchanted with everything about themselves in the modern world? It's pretty obvious, right? Like anytime you turn on the news or watch something on Netflix, you're like, geez, why do they hate American culture so much? Tell you why. It's because the people in power behind the scenes, and I'm going to double check with Illuminati Mike on this, but intuitively I can say it confidently and know it's true. The people in power, I'm talking about the real string pullers. Boy, would they get fucking hurt on a motorcycle. They would not know how to handle it. They would look like idiots in leather jackets. They would not be able to pull a stoppy, literally or metaphorically, on anything. No chicks would be into their vibe, right? Most of the people in power could manage is a rascal scooter, if that. If that. If you're looking for a way to find your outlet, because right now I know from having conversations with a lot of people, because that's what I do. I accost strangers and cut straight to their core and say, why don't you boot me up on your program and I'll see what's going on. I do that, not with those exact words, but I offer people that space non-verbally to just unleash. But I've been sensing that there's a lot of pent-up anxiety, depression, and rage that's developing in this country. Nobody has a healthy outlet that I've found except for motorcyclists. Can we get Tom Cruise on the show? Kyle, like, it's probably just what, like Tom at Cruise.com or like Tom.Cruise at VehicularExcellence.com. T underscore Cruise at what the establishment doesn't want you to know dot net. Info at Ducati.com. I bet you that just goes straight to Tom Cruise, that email address, as well it should. So Darby Cast Doctors, if you've been having some slow days, some slow weeks, some slow months, maybe even a slow year, you're welcome because I just gave you exactly what you need, which is some horsepower and a corresponding attitude that goes with it. You put on that helmet. You flip the visor down, tinted visor, obviously, a wind visor, just, you know, it's the first song you play. And when you hop on that bike, Kyle, play it. I am not doing this song justice. Let's violate copyrights, Kyle. But let me like kind of voice over a little bit while it's going on. So we don't, right? Kyle, you know exactly at what point in the song I need you to just cue it up and then let it rip. What do you think Tom Cruise's favorite part is? That's right, the chorus. Kyle, in three, two, one. Wearing leather jackets, and that's pretty sweet. Can you buy a motorcycle? Can you ride a motorcycle? Can you tell the establishment? That they're no good. Right? 
Well, that's going to do it for DarbyCast. That's Wild Card Friday. How good did this one feel? Just honestly, wherever you're at right now, I don't care whether you're a guy or a girl, take your shirt off because you're feeling that good. All right, DarbyCast, back next week.